One of the truly impressive things about listening to Josh Ellis is that for a young person, he is definitely a deep thinker. I don't believe I've ever heard a seven-year-old reflecting upon the purpose of life and if life really has meaning, etc. That's pretty deep. And the fact that he would take what was a comfortable, prestigious, well-known gig writing for a major pro football team, but think deeper about the meaning of what he was doing and a great desire to bring value to people which actually led him to becoming a junior editor at Success Magazine. His phrase was great, to actually help people. So there's something in Josh Ellis that is driven to serve. And as we've learned from so many of our amazing guests, having a servant attitude does not mean being subservient to people. In fact, it takes a strong person to actually have the right servant attitude. And I think Josh is very much a strong person. When we talked about dealing with obstacles, he said the solution is always people that people have got objectives and they've got goals. I've got objectives and goals. If we can get them aligned, it's going to help us go so much farther. He said that if it's only himself, he does a lot of self-assessment. It seems to me that it's, it's the ability to decide how he's spending his time that helps him avoid future brick walls. In other words, some brick walls are such shocks and unpreventable. Others can be prevented. So he does a lot of self-assessment of his own timing and the rest that he does that. A real believer in collaboration to get through some things. Like so many people, Josh is very sold on the physicality and the health of our bodies as a great contributor to the health of our minds and our spirits. He uh, has figured out some things that he can do at night to organize his thoughts so that he doesn't stay awake and dwell too much, and the importance of the morning starting off in a great way. What really impressed me about that was not so much what he does, but Josh gave it some thought, and I think he then concluded, actually, I do have a routine that works pretty well, and that routine is something that when we practice it, becomes a part of what we do. We don't have to think about it much anymore, and it gets ourselves into a really, really great place. His deep thinking came really, really through when we talked a lot about what do you do to avoid mediocrity? How do you keep striving and avoid just getting in a situation of being satisfied? Josh said it in a really clear way. He said that he grew up with one religious parent, one that was not, and he said you can really look at this both ways, that if you have intense spirituality, you figure out pretty quickly that we're here for a reason. And that is to carry out God's purpose and God's plan. But even if we don't, the, the cosmic miracle, it, it occurred to me that really is true. There's a couple ways we can look at our own lives. One is that we're nothing more than a random collision of reproductive cells or that we're some kind of an accident. That's one way to look at it. But the reality is all of us are here in a unique combination of circumstances. And as we strive to figure out what that purpose for our own lives really is, it really helps first to start with the awareness of my unique nature. I mentioned in the, in the interview that one of the first and most powerful self-development books ever is called The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino, who himself was an editor-in-chief of Success Magazine. In Og's book, he lists 10 very special principles, all written in the form of ancient scrolls. And one of them is, I am nature's greatest miracle. I would encourage all of us as listeners to, to find Augmandino's book, The Greatest Salesman in the World, and take just a moment and scan through and read, I am nature's greatest miracle, because it helps us a lot. It's not about ego and saying, look at what a great miracle I am. It's just realizing that each of us is a unique miracle, and as a result, can do some amazing things. In terms of encouragement, he's realist. He says, no situation is perfect. And so sometimes the best question is, are we making progress? And that reminded me of a, of a definition of success that I heard as a very young guy by a man named Earl Nightingale. Some of our listeners will recall Earl Nightingale. He 
had a nightly television message that would come on just before sign-off way back in the 60s and was perhaps the, the first recorded motivational self-development effective philosophy that there was. And when he was once asked, what's the definition of success, Earl Nightingale said, it is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Josh described it as the future state. He said, what is the highest version of myself that I could possibly envision? And how can I get closer to that? To me, that is very definitely a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. And so I'm going to leave my own thoughts on that subject and would encourage all of us to do the same. What is the highest version of ourselves that we can envision? How would that highest version cope with today's problems? How would that highest version cope with today's successes? How would that highest version go about praising others? How would that highest version go about forgiving ourselves for the inevitable screw-ups and mistakes that we make? How would that highest version of ourselves look back at the end of the day and say, well done, this is an awesome day. And so that's what we're going to leave. I'm very grateful to Josh Ellis. So this is Dan Moore. Have an awesome day, and we'll look forward to seeing you next time.